All right, everybody, what's happening? This is your man, L. Jamal, coming through with another edition of Never Out of Bounds. Of course, this is the place where you can say what you want uh, as long as you got them facts. Let's get right into it. We have a lot of sports stuff to talk about. Of course, we have a whole weekend of action to go through in college football, the NFL, as well as the MLB. Uh, uh, speaking of which, uh, the MLB is actually wrapping up with the ALCS Game 2. We are currently in the 10th inning. Hopefully, by the time we get to the uh, to the baseball segment, it should play itself out. But uh, we're going to get into, like I said, some college football tonight as well as some NFL action. But let's get right into it, of course. Uh, like I said, we're going to start off with some college football. We're going to start off with the top 25 scores from over the weekend. And then tonight, I want to get into the conference standings as well, at least part of them. There's 10 major conferences in college football, so tonight we're going to be doing half of them. And then tomorrow night, uh, when, we reveal, when I reveal to you guys a new top 25, I'll be going over some more of the conference standings as well. But let's get right to it, of course, like I said, with the scores from the top 25 uh, from over this, from over the weekend. We're going to start off with Friday night, and we're going to start off in the ACC with Miami uh, pulling out an upset against the number 20th ranked team in the nation, Virginia. The final score here was 17-9. Miami moves up to 3-3, three and three, so they are currently 500 on the season, and Virginia now uh, goes down to 4-2. and two. They're probably going to drop from the top 25 as well. Let's break down the stats in this one for Virginia they were led by quarterback Bryce Perkins who went 24 41 for 249 yards he didn't throw any uh, interceptions but he didn't throw any touchdowns either he also had 27 rushing yards as well uh, wide receiver Hasise Dubois would actually lead Virginia receivers with seven catches and 93 yards and on defense the Cavaliers were led by safety Joey Blunt who had eight total tackles and a half a sack and also linebacker Noah Taylor who were going to have six total tackles and a sack as well and on special teams they had a pretty good game from their field goal kicker Brian Delaney who went three or four adding nine points uh, to the well actually providing Virginia all of their offense pretty much uh, but let's move on to my uh, let's move on to Miami excuse me and on offense they were led by quarterback in Kosey Perry who went 16 to 29 for 132 yards he also threw for a touchdown and ran for a touchdown as well running back DJ Davis would lead all rushers or at least uh, yes he would lead all running backs with 63 yards he also had a receiving touchdown uh, sorry 63 rushing yards he also had a receiving touchdown as well Rob receiver uh, Kate J. Osborne will lead Miami in terms of receptions. He had four catches for 60 yards. And on defense, the Hurricanes uh, got help from defensive back Trajan Bandy, who uh, had six total tackles in a sack. Defensive line and defensive lineman uh, Gregory Rousseau, who had seven total tackles in a sack. And as a team, Miami uh, had a really good game defensively, forcing five quarterbacks on Virginia. So again, uh, Miami gets it done. They get a, a pretty good upset win. And I'm I'm more than certain that Virginia is going to drop out of the top 25. I'll be shocked, but we'll, we'll know by tomorrow. Uh, actually, uh, the the rankings are out tonight if you wanted to look them up now. Uh, the freshest, yes, the newest rankings are out as of, uh, I think as of today, they could probably came out. But I, like I said, I'll just be pre uh, presenting presenting them to you guys tomorrow. Uh, up next, we have a blowout here. The number 13 team in the nation, the Oregon Ducks, take out Colorado, the Colorado Buffaloes 45-3. And when I tell it when I tell you they decimated the Buffaloes, it look, they looked like 1830 Frontiersmen on the plains, just, just decimating and destroying Buffalo. It was a bad game for Buffalo from beginning to end. Oregon looked to be 
really like a juggernaut. But I'm gonna sit back and wait for that Washington game. That'll that's that's the game that I'm more concerned about uh, for the Ducks. We're gonna move on though. Uh, move on to Saturday's action. And we're gonna start off with another upset. Uh, unranked Temple gets a win against uh, the number 23 ranked uh, Memphis Tigers, 30 to 28. So a good win to start off the week. To start off the weekend. Uh, this one coming from the American uh, the American Athletic Conference. So good look for the Temple Owls out there in Philly, getting it done against uh, getting it done against a ranked opponent. Uh, next that we have Michigan getting it done again against another another garbage bag opponent i'm not again i'm not convinced we've already seen them against the best of the best uh michigan uh number 16 at the moment they get an easy win against a nobody school illinois 42 to 25 again i'm not buying it we already saw just how good michigan can be i'm sorry uh wisconsin took him behind the woodshed i'm not i'm not buying simple wins like this sorry uh up next we have wisconsin uh getting it done against michigan state actually uh, in a shutout uh number eight wisconsin gets the win here 38 to zero up next we have number one alabama uh the best team in the nation right now well well, they were as a Saturday. Again, we'll be having a new top 25. I'll be presenting that to you guys tomorrow. Uh, but Alabama was able to get it done against number 24, Texas A&M. We also got Clemson getting a win against Florida State, 45-14. to uh, Up next, we have uh, the 18th ranked team here, Arizona State, getting a win in the Pac-12. Again, against Washington State, 38-34. Up next, we have Cincinnati, the 2015 the nation getting it done against Houston, uh, 38 to 23. We also have an overtime. Uh, we have an overtime game here in the Big 12 with number 22 Baylor uh, getting it done against Texas Tech, 30 to 33. We also got another upset here. Once again, these unranked teams getting it done over the course of this weekend. Uh, Louisville uh, gets the win on the road in North Carolina. Uh, Winston Salem to be exact against Wake Forest, the number 19 team in the nation. The final score here was six. 62 to 59 for Louisville. They move up to four and two, and with uh, Wake Forest, excuse me, suffers their first loss on the season to go along with five wins. Uh, let's write down the stats in this one as well. For Louisville, they were led by quarterback Evan Conley, who went 12 of 18. He had 196 passing yards. He did throw for two touchdowns. He also threw for interception as well. But he also had 79 rushing yards and a touchdown. Uh, quarterback Malik Cunningham will get some uh, will get some playing time as well, going five of six for. 99 yards. He also had two touchdowns and 59 rushing yards as well. Running back Javion Hawkins would have uh, would lead the team in terms of rushing with 60 rushing yards. He also scored a touchdown as well. And Hassan Hall, the other running back, got a touchdown on the ground as well. Uh, in terms of uh, receiving, wide receiver Des Fit, uh, sorry Des Fitzpatrick will lead the Louisville Cardinals with five catches for 125 yards. He also caught two touchdown passes. Wide receiver Shatarius Atwell also had seven catches in 85 yards to go along with a touchdown and Seth Dawkins would have uh I'm sorry their other wide receiver Seth Dawkins would have five uh, sorry three catches 68 yards and a touchdown on defense Louisville was, was led by Rod Joy Davis I'm uh, sorry Rod Joy Burns who had 16 total tackles in his uh, interception also linebacker CJ Avery who had 13 total tackles and their other linebacker Yasin Abdullah who had six total tackles in the interception as well uh for Wake Forest on offense they were led by two quarterbacks as well uh Jamie Newman got the majority of snaps going 24-21 he threw for 251 yards he also threw 
three touchdowns and also two interceptions. Quarterback Sam Hartman, again, got some snaps going 9-15 for 172 yards. He also threw for two touchdowns. He also ran for a touchdown as well. Uh, on the ground, uh, Wake Forest, uh, a.k.a. the Demon Dinkins, were led by running back Christian Bill Smith, who had 123 rushing yards, and also running back Cade Carney had 95 rushing yards and a touchdown. And the other running back, Kenneth Walker, had a touchdown on the ground as well. Uh, Rod receiver, K, uh, sorry, Sage Sherratt will lead all Demon Deacons receivers with 12 catches. Actually, yes, 12 catches, 196 yards, and also a touchdown. And wide receiver Kendall Hinton would have 13 catches for 134 yards. Uh, tight end Jack Frutenthal and also wide receiver Scotty, Scotty Washington would also have receiving touchdowns as well. And on defense, Demon, I'm sorry, the Demon Deacons were led by defensive back Sang. Basie, uh, who had uh, six total tackles, and also the uh, sorry defensive back Nasir Greer, he had five total tackles and a sack. Uh, rounding out the top 25 over the weekend, we got number 10 Penn State getting a much needed Big Ten victory over Iowa, 17 to 12. Of course, Penn State came into Saturday number 10. Iowa came in there ranked at number 17. Look for this to change tomorrow. This is just what we have today. Uh, and of course, we have uh, LSU. I'm sorry, you. USC get uh, taking a loss here by three, just by three though, on the road to Notre Dame, 27 to 33. Of course, Notre Dame is ranked number nine. Uh, uh, in the last game here, uh, of course, uh, we have in the SEC number five LSU getting a much needed SEC victory over Florida, number 17 in the nation. 42 to 28 is the final score there. So let's move on to the conference standings. Of course, there are 10 major conferences in. Uh, you would say FBS or Division One football. I'll be going over five of those conferences tonight. Again, I'll be wrapping up the conference standings tomorrow, along with my along with the newest AP Top 25. But let's go uh, right into it. We're going to start off in the Big 12, of course. The Big 10. There's been some conference alignment going way back to 2012, so it's technically not a, a, a Big 12 anymore. It's more so like a Big 10. But let's get into it. Uh, at the at the top of this conference right now, we have. Big with a 3-0 conference record. They are 4-2 overall, though. Up next, we have Oklahoma, also tied uh, with a conference record of 3-0. They are 6-0 overall. Next up, we have Texas at 2-1. They are 4-2 overall. And we have TCU here at 1-1, 3-2 overall. At, uh, up next at number 5, we have, uh, I'm sorry, um, Iowa State. They're actually number four. They're actually one spot above TCU. Uh, TCU uh, is one and one. Iowa State is two and one in conference play. Uh, Iowa State is four and two overall, however, and TCU is three and two overall. Uh, up next, we have the six, seven, eight, and nine teams. They are all one and two uh, in conference play. That is Texas Tech, West Virginia, and also Oklahoma State, as well as Kansas State. For Texas Tech, they are three and three overall. So is West Virginia. They are both 500 squads here and we also have Oklahoma State here at four and two overall and Kansas uh, is actually one and three overall uh, and rounding out the uh, the top ten for this conference we have Kansas here at the bottom who is zero and two uh, overall uh, overall in conference play and that would put them uh, also at zero and six 
overall. Uh, actually, yes, zero and six. Like I said, zero. Actually, I'm sorry, one and five. They just have one win on the season. Excuse me. Uh, let's move on to the ACC, aka, AKA the Atlantic Coast Conference. Of course, this one is split into two divisions. So we're going to break those, uh, both of those divisions down here. Uh, we're going to start off with the ACC Coastal. And on top of this division here, we have UNC, aka North Carolina. They are two and one in conference play. They are currently three and three overall. Up next, we have Virginia. They are also two and one and four and two overall. And uh, we have Duke here at two and one as well. They are also four and two in overall play. Up next in the Coastal Division, we have Pittsburgh here. They are at one and one, so a good 500 start. They are also four and two overall. Uh, up next, we have Virginia Tech, who's at one and two, as well as Miami. Uh, they are both one and two in conference play. However, Miami is three and two, oh, three and three overall, excuse me, and Virginia Tech is uh, four and two. And rounding out the bottom here, we have Georgia Tech. The Georgia Tech, the Yellow Jackets are zero and three in conference play and just one and five overall. Let's move on to the Atlantic Division here. We have Wake Forest on top. They recently suffered uh, their first loss of the season. So their current conference record is one and one. And their overall record, of course, is five and one. Uh, Clemson is four and Oh, in conference play, uh, they are the best team in the conference right now. They are they are pretty much in the driver's seat. They are also six and zero overall. Up next, we have Florida State. They are two and two in conference play. They are three and three overall. We also have Louisville up next. They are two and one in conference play and four and two overall. Then you have NC State here, North AKA North Carolina State, who's at one and one in conference play. They are also four and two overall. We have and rounding out the bottom here we have boston college here at one and two and three and three overall and also syracuse at zero and two conference play we also they are also three and three overall we're gonna go to the american conference the american athletic conference here we're gonna start off in the eastern division of course this is also split up into, into two divisions we're gonna start off with the east we're gonna start off with temple they are they are still undefeated in conference play at two and oh they actually have a record overall record of five and one so i wouldn't be surprised if they turned up being in the next, they end up being the next top 25 rankings tomorrow. Up next, we have Cincinnati here at 2-0 in conference play. They are also 5-1 in overall play as well. Up next, we have UCF, a.k.a. Central Florida here. They are 1-1 in conference play and 4-2 overall. Up next, we have USF, a.k.a. Southern Florida, who is 1-1 in conference play as well and also 3-3. Three in uh, overall play. Uh, up next, bring out the bottom of the East Division of the American Athletic Conference. We have Connecticut here at 0-3. They are also 1-5 overall. Let's move to the West. Uh, we have SMU here. They are on top. They are 2-0 in conference play, 6-0 overall. One of the better seasons that they've had in a very long time, so I'm going to pat that team on the back. I hope I don't regret it with them losing in, a, in an ugly way this weekend, next weekend. But again, good shots out to the SMU, aka Southern Methodist University Mustangs, six and zero overall and two and zero in conference play. Up next, we have Tulane, another very good team in this conference. They are two and zero, currently undefeated. They are also five and one overall. We have Memphis uh, suffering its first loss of the season. They are one and one in the conference. They are also five and one overall. Up next, we have Navy. Navy used to be an independent school, meaning they would just play whoever uh, they wanted. They could just schedule. Uh, now they are in the American uh, American League. I'm sorry, the American Athletic Conference. 
Conference in the Eastern Division. They are currently not that bad. They have a 2-1 conference record, and they are 4-1 overall. And rounding out the bottom here in the West Division, we have Tulsa at 0-2, also Houston at 0-2, and, and they are both 2-4 overall. Uh, let's move on to Conference USA again. This conference is also broken down into two divisions. Uh, starting off with the East, we have Western Kentucky here. Uh, they are on top with a conference record of 3-0 and 4-2 oh, and and overall. Florida Atlantic is next up in the East Division. They are currently 2-0 and 4-2 oh, and and overall. Middle, Middle Tennessee is next at 1-1 one one in conference play. They are 2-4 and four overall. Up next, we have Florida International at 1-2. They are 3-3 three three overall. And rounding out the bottom here, uh, we have Marshall here. They are 1-1 one and 3-3. One and three and three, uh, Sorry, three and three overall. We also have Charlotte here in Old Dominion. They are both at zero and two in conference play. Charlotte is two and four overall, and Old Dominion is one and five overall. Let's move to the Western Division here in the Conference USA. We have Louisiana Tech on top at two and zero oh in conference play. They're also five and one overall. Up next, we have Southern Miss, who is two and zero oh in conference play, and also four and two overall. We have UAB, aka Alabama Birmingham uh, which is two and one in conference play they are also five and one overall we also have North Texas here at one and one uh, they are two and four in conference play and rounding out the bottom we have Rice who is zero and two overall and zero and six overall and also um, uh, zero and two in conference play, of course, zero and six in overall play. And also, finally, we have a UT El Paso, AKS, you know, UT El Paso. Like I said, Texas El Paso, zero and two in conference play, one and four overall. And that brings us to my final conference for tonight, the Big Ten. We're going to start off in the Big Ten East. And of course, Ohio State is on top of the division. They are three and oh in conference play, six and oh overall. Right Right next to them though is Penn State who is 3-0. They are also 6-0 in conference play. Then you have Michigan and Michigan State. Michigan is 3-1 in conference play of course with that first loss being that decimation uh, at the hands to the Badgers in, in Madison. Uh, up next they have a 5-1 overall record so not that bad overall. They are still ranked number 16 at least for now. Uh, we have Michigan State here at 2-2 two two in conference play. They are 4-3 overall and rounding out the bottom here uh, in the conference we have Maryland and Indiana who are both one and two Maryland is Maryland is three and three overall and Indiana is four and two overall but they both like I said have a one and two conference record and finally here we have Rutgers who has a zero and four conference record and one and they are one and five overall let's move on to the Big Ten East I'm sorry the Big Ten West where we have Wisconsin here on top 3-0 overall. Oh, sorry, 3-0 in conference play. 6-0 overall. Up next, we have Minnesota, who had a pretty significant win this weekend, uh, beating, uh, I believe it was, yeah, believe, uh, beating Nebraska. I believe it was a score of 32 to 7, something like that. A really bad loss, uh, at least for Nebraska, but a really good win for Minnesota. But like I said, they are 3-0 in conference play, 6-0 in, in their overall play. Up next, we have uh, Nebraska, who is currently 2-2 two two in their conference and 4-3 and overall. Up next, we have Iowa and Purdue. They are both 1-2 in conference play. However, Iowa is 4-2 overall and Purdue is 2-4. Up next, we have Illinois here and actually uh, Northwestern. They are both winless in conference games, but they do have, a, they do have uh, three wins 
uh, between the both of them. Uh, Illinois is two and four, and Northwestern is one and four. Taking a look at this conference right now, if the, if the season were to end today, obviously, uh, well, it'll be hard to say because, of course, uh, Penn State and Ohio State would be tied. It's a good thing that they're playing later on this year. But as of now, if the season were to end today, you'd probably see a conference matchup between the conference championship matchup between Wisconsin and also uh, Ohio State. But mind you, we still have some season to play yet. Uh, still have some seasons. To, well, so we still have the majority of the season to go through. We still have uh, Minnesota, who's still undefeated in conference play, who still has to go through Wisconsin. They have a rivalry game. And of course, Penn State, is going to have to play Ohio State. And, of course, Ohio State and Penn State is going to have to play Michigan as well. And, of course, you got Michigan. They have to play Michigan State, another rivalry game for them. So we have some things to work out. But as of now, the top teams in the Big Ten, I'm going to say Minnesota, Wisconsin, uh, coming out of the, the West and then out of the East, we have Ohio State and Penn State. Again, I'm not really buying what Michigan is selling right now. They've been playing some weak opponents. So, again, they've looked really good. That's just how they look. Uh, let's move on to the. Let's move back to the conference USA right now. Of course, you have Louisiana Tech on Louisiana Tech on top in the West at two and zero in conference play. Uh, we also have Southern Mississippi in the mix at two and zero in conference play, and that's coming out of the Western Division. And then finally in the East, we have uh, West Western Kentucky here, and also Florida Atlantic. There, those two guys are in the mix in the American Athletic. Uh, we have Temple. I would say Temple here in the East. We also have Tulane and SMU in the mix. And uh, Cincinnati is in the mix as well. They're 5-1 overall and also 2-0 in conference play as well. So all four of those teams, uh, Temple, Cincinnati, again, SMU and Tulane, they're all undefeated in conference play. You even have Memphis and Navy in the building here. Memphis is uh, 500 in conference play. You also have Navy here with just one loss here. So it's pretty close right now in these conference races. Uh, ACC, same thing uh, with the exception of Clemson. They're pretty much going to run away with the Atlantic Division. Uh, but in the Coastal, uh, we have a three-way tie currently between North Carolina, Virginia, and Duke. And you also have uh, Pittsburgh, who's in the mix. They're also just one uh, one game back behind them. And they have a current record. They have a better uh, record than the leader of the division right now, North Carolina. Better overall record, that is. Pittsburgh is 4-2. and two, And we also have UNC here. North Carolina here is at 3-3. Uh, three and three, So there you go. And uh, back to the Big 12. Like I said, I, I got all... Baylor uh, in Oklahoma right now. They're the top teams. Oklahoma has recently took out Texas, so that's it for them. That's their that's their toughest opponent in my opinion. We don't know really what Baylor has so much. They're gonna have to pay. I mean, Oklahoma's gonna have to uh, play them too. So it's gonna be interesting to see. They're both three and zero right now in conference play. So only time will tell. But I'm gonna call it a break for right now. And when I come back, I'll be breaking down some NFL action. Of course, you have a lot of stuff to talk about there as well. So I'll be right back, y'all. All right, y'all. I am back. We're going to break down some action from week six, of course, in the NFL. I'm going to start off with Thursday night's action. Of course, another easy win for the Patriots uh, against a much inferior opponent. Uh, they get the win this one. Uh, they get the win here, 35-14 to 14 over the, the Giants. Uh, again, the Patriots remain undefeated. No one surprised. Let's move on to Sunday's action. We're going to start off with an NFC South matchup. And the Panthers, they win another one without Cam. Uh, this, this time they win against the Buccaneers. 37 to 26. Uh, moving on, we have a inner 
interconference matchup between the Redskins and the Dolphins. The Redskins finally get their first one of the season, of course. This was eight, this was called the Tank Ball, aka the Tua Ball. Of course, the whole point of this one is to not win this game and to hopefully get that first round draft pick, the very first pick in the draft. Again, the Redskins, uh, they. They win the game, but I guess they lose the objective here. Like they get their first win, 17 to 16 is the final score here. That's just just to let you know just how bad these teams are. Of course, the Redskins move to one and five with that first win, and the Dolphins move down to zero and five. Let's talk about the stats in this one. For the Redskins, they were led by quarterback Case Keenum. He went 13 to 25 for 166 yards and also two touchdowns. Running back Adrian Peterson will lead all rushers with 118 yards, and wide receiver Terry McLaurin. Will lead the Redskins with 100 receiving yards. He also had two touchdown catches as well. On defense, the Skins were led by safety Landon Collins. He had 12 total tackles in a sack. And defensive back Quentin Dunbar would have six total tackles in a sack as well. Uh, for the Dolphins, of course, uh, they got some um, they got some action from quarterback uh, Josh Rosen. He went 15 to 25 just for 85 yards. He also threw two picks. And uh, quarterback Ryan Fitzpatrick will get some play as well. He would go for 12. Uh, he will go 12 of 18. For 132 yards and a touchdown, it will almost lead the, Do the Dolphins uh, to their first one as well. But of course, the comeback would end up coming up short. Uh, on the ground, the Dolphins were led by Kenyon Drake. He had 40 yards and also Kellen Village. He would go on to have a rushing touchdown as well. And on defense, uh, oh, actually, uh, they did get 51 receiving yards from their tight end. Mike Jacecki and on uh oh I'm sorry and uh before we forget they also got a touchdown from wide receiver Devontae Parker and uh on the defense the Dolphins were led by linebacker Wakefron McMillan he had nine total tackles and also Rashad Jones he had 10 total tackles moving on we got the Saints getting another win here against the Jags uh this is 13 to 6 that's the final score there we have the Ravens getting it done against the Bengals 23 to 17 the Seahawks had to come back but they did get it they were able to beat the Browns 32 to 28 and the Browns they, they were going to win that game all the way up until the finish <laughs> so a uh, good game from both teams but again uh the seahawks get it done uh moving on we have the vikings beating up on the eagles 38 to 28 uh, 38 to 20 excuse me and we also have another upset here the texans beating the chiefs 31 to 24 both teams now saying four and two we're gonna break the stats down in this one uh for the texans they were led by of course the quarterback deshaun watson on the offensive side going 30 of 42 he did throw a touchdown but two interceptions he was going to have a rushing touchdown as well carlos hyde he would have 116 yards in a round and also tight end darren fells would have six catches and 69 yards and running back duke johnson would catch a touchdown pass as well on defense houston was led by safety to sean gibson he would have five total tackles and an interception and linebacker Zach Cunningham had five total tackles as well. For the Chiefs, of course, we already know about Pat Mahomes. He went 19 to 35. He had 273 yards. He did throw for three touchdowns, but he also had an interception as well. Uh, LaShawn McCoy will lead all Kansas City running backs with 44 rushing yards. And wide receiver Tariq Hill would have five catches and 80 yards, excuse me, to go along with two touchdowns. And Travis Kelsey would go on to catch uh, four passes for 58 yards. Uh, and also running back Damian Williams will go ahead and get a receiving touchdown as well. And on defense, the Chase were led by Tyron Matthew, 10 total tackles, and also defensive back Shavarius Ward. He had eight total tackles and an interception. Uh, we also got a, a pretty, well, I mean, Let's just say it like this. The Cardinals get a second, their second one of the year. 
the Falcons look like uh, they should fire their coach. Uh, the Cardinals get a win here, 34 to 33. Of course, we have an NFC match. This is an all NFC matchup here. The Cardinals move to two. I'm sorry, the Cardinals move to two and three on the year, along with that one tie in the beginning of the year against uh, the Lions. Excuse me. And the Falcons move to one and five. Of course, on offense, the Falcons were led by quarterback Matt Ryan, who went 30 of 36 for 356 yards and also four touchdowns. Running back Devontae Freeman would have 88 yards on the round and also two touchdowns. Tight end Austin Cooper will lead all receivers with 117 yards. He'd also have a touchdown catch as well. Wide receiver Julio Jones would have eight catches for 108 yards. And also Calvin really will go on and catch a uh, touchdown pass as well. On defense, the Falcons were led by linebacker Devondre Campbell. He had nine total tackles. And also defensive back Isaiah Oliver. He had six total tackles as well. On offense for the Cardinals, of course, Kyler Murray again is a... Uh, I think he is improving. I think for his own personal skills and his own personal skill set, I, I do think he's getting better every game. Uh, they might not be winning all the games, but of course, he's putting a good effort out there. He went 27 to 37 today uh, for 340 yards. He also had three touchdowns on the ground. David Johnson will lead the way with 34 rushing yards and a touchdown. He also had 68 receiving yards and a touchdown as well. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald will be the leading receiver for the Cardinals today with six catches and 68 yards and also tight end Max Williams and also running back Chase Edmonds will go ahead and catch touchdown passes as well. On defense, the Cardinals were led by linebacker Hassan Reddick. He had eight total tackles and safety Buda Baker had eight total tackles as well. The Niners would also go on to beat the Chiefs in some NFC West action. 20-7 to was the final score there. We also got the uh, the Broncos getting a much needed win for their squad as well. 16-zip was the final score against the Titans and also we have a Another big upset to talk about, the Jets, uh, for what it's worth, I don't know how they did it, but they end up beating the Cowboys 24-22, to 20, uh, 24 to 22. and finally we have the Steelers here getting it done against the Chargers 24-17, to 17. again, upsets galore today, I don't know how a lot of these teams lost. I couldn't even explain it to you. Uh, but again, I'm going to take one last quick break. And when we come back, we'll be breaking down some MLB playoff action. Of course, it is time for the championship series. Well, we are in the midst of those NLCS, ALCS, conference championship, hmm, championship series. <laughs> NLCS, I'm sorry, champion. It's time to talk about the championship series. That's what I want to say. But uh, I will be, uh, we'll be back when we break that down in just a second. All right, y'all. All right, I'm going to wrap this up for tonight. Of course, I'll be going over the uh, conference champion, well, the NLCS and the ALCS, the league championship series. Of course, we are talking about the MLB playoffs. Let's get into it. We're going to start everything with the action from tonight. Of course, game two of the ALCS, the American League Championship Series. It is now tied to, uh, sorry, one game to one, of course, the Astros were able to rally tonight. Uh, they were down, I believe, by a run, uh, but they were able to rally, uh, with it, and it took them 11 innings as well. But they were able to tie the series up, winning game two, three to two over the Yankees. Let's break this one down. Like I said, of course, the series is now tied one one to one uh, for the Yankees. Uh, they just had one one moment tonight, and that was from Aaron Judge, their right fielder. He was able to get a two-run home run. Uh, uh, to start everything off, but again, the Astros 
great pitching staff, and some timely hitting. Uh, Carlos Correa, he did his thing, got two hits and two RBIs, and also outfielder George Springer will bring in an RBI as well. Again, Justin Verlander, one of the better games he's had in the postseason, going for six innings, giving up five hits, but only two earned runs. He also had seven strikeouts as well. That bullpen uh, was in full effect, going the rest of the way, giving up zero earned runs on just one hit. He only, they, only gave up, they only gave up one hit out there in that bullpen. They also had five strikeouts as well. So again, uh, Houston pitchers were able to get 12 strikeouts. Only, I, I think, uh, well, six hits in total. But again, only one earned run. And again, just that was one that was one thing we were talking about before the playoffs started. The Astros have a great pitching staff. They got Garrett Cole. They also got uh, your boy Zach Greinke, and of course Justin Verlander. I've been bringing these names up the entire season. Again, they show their teeth, and those uh, those uh, those New York bats. They weren't here tonight. So again, this series is tied two to zero. I'm sorry, it's one to one. Uh, the Yankees, of course, won game one, seven to zero. So there's a tale of two games here. In one game, you do see the Yankees bats uh, go all off. Again, this was game one. They had to win that game by seven. They shut out the Astros. But again, in this one, uh, it's just all about who's on the mound. In this game, we had Justin Verlander. Much different game again. We only have a one run by the Yankees here tonight. And again, that pitching staff, what can you really say? There's one, I mean, any given night, one of them can just not give you any hits. Whether that be Garrett Cole, like I said, or Justin Verlander, even Grinky. There's going to be one night where they're not going to give you any hits. This was one of those nights. Again, they got two runs. The Yankees got did get two runs. Uh, but again, uh, on just five hits, uh, six hits in total. That's not a good look. Uh, but let's move on to the National League Championship Series. Of course, the Nationals are atop of this one. Two games to zip. Uh, they were able to get the, uh, the game two win Saturday night, three to one over the Cardinals. Of course, in this one, um, the right uh, right fielder for the Nationals, Adam Eden, had a good game. He had a two-run double in the eighth, uh, just to, well to get that lead. And also, outfielder Michael Taylor were going to have two hits in the RBI as well. And this is another team with a very deep pitching staff. Again, Max Scherzer gets to start Saturday night. He goes for seven innings, gives up only one hit, zero earned runs, and he has 11 strikeouts. You're not you're not messing with that. I'd be scared. Uh, also, the bullpen in that game did not do so bad either. They would go on the rest of the way. They would finish out the game going for about two innings, only giving up two hits and one earned run. So again, um, the Nationals pitching staff, it's it's some aces in that one, too. You have Steven Strasburg, and again, you have Max Scherzer. <laughs> Any one of these guys could just have a night where they're not giving you any hits. Uh, for the Cardinals, of course, in that game, too, uh, they were able to get an RBI from their pinch hitter slash first baseman, Jose Martinez. That was about it. Uh, again, uh, the, the Nationals were able to shut them out in game one as well. Both of these games have been in St. Louis. Uh, the bats for St. Louis have not shown up yet. That first game, the Nationals won two to zip. Again, the second game, three to one. 
no backs from St. Louis right now. That is a problem. Uh, they hit pretty well too. They're not like a power hitting squad uh, like the, the Astros can. They can't hit the, they they don't hit a ton of home runs, but they get on base pretty well. They have not been able to do that in this series. Uh, just there's something about <laughs> there's something about these pitching staffs this year. You're not getting a whole lot of offense uh, from teams in the start. And and then again in that first game with the Yankees and the Astros, the Yankees shut out the Astros. So again, even the the Yankees who are the better hitting team do have pitchers, do have uh, you know a, a good rotation in terms of their bullpen as well. So uh, all four of these teams are good. Uh, these are, I would not be surprised if any combination of the two teams, uh, of the four teams that we see here, I would not be surprised at any combination of that four of those four teams making it to the to uh, the World Series. Meaning, I would not be surprised if it was Nationals Yankees, Nationals Astros, or Cardinals Yankees or Cardinals Astros. I, I really could not be I would not be surprised if I saw any of those combinations. Both of these teams, all four teams, really have uh, good pitching staffs. At least one or one or two good aces. They also can hit for power or hit for contact as well, and they can get on base and they get runs. That's the most important thing, especially for New York. Uh, the Nationals can get runs as well. They have Anthony Rendon there. We talked about him. Howie Kendrick can come out of nowhere and hit a home run, a grand, a grand slam home run for them as well. You also got Trey Turner, Adam Eden, of course. We talked about him. Uh, as far as the Cardinals are concerned, they do have Yadier Molina. In terms of that pitching staff, again, they have Andy uh, Adam Rainwright. So, again, these teams, all four of these teams are good. I, I personally do, at this point, I really uh, – don't have a well I could not tell you who I see winning win, winning this series but again I definitely believe in the Nationals I have a lot of uh, positivity for them uh, they've, they've pulled out a really gutsy effort against the Dodgers and I think they're riding on that momentum I, I just mm, I, something about that Dodgers win in LA just for me kind of silted I if, I if you want to believe in the Nationals then you gotta believe in them now. I feel like I got to. And besides, they let my cousin Didi perform, perform over the summer. She sung the national anthem. I gotta give them give them props for that. I love that. Shouts out to my cousin Didi. I forgot all about it. Again, that's another reason to root for the Nationals. Woo woo. Um, I'm a ride with them in this series. Uh, it's gonna be hard, but I I think the Nationals can pull it off. As far as the ALCS, I've already picked the Yankees. Well, actually, I was a little bit. A um, little bit on the fence about this one. With two games in, uh, they're both tied one and one. I'm still on the fence about this one. I, I'm just gonna go with my original pick. I think my original pick was the Astros. So I, at this point, I got the Astros. And since my my original pick, the Dodgers are gone. Of course, I had to scramble and pick somebody else. Thanks to the, thanks to the Nationals. But I'll take the team that that beat my original pick. I'm gonna go with the Nationals. So I got the Nationals and the Yankees by hook or by crook if i'm wrong i'm wrong y'all can laugh at me but tonight i'm gonna make that stand i got the nationals and the yankees in the world series don't even ask me about who i got winning yet please give me some time y'all I, I i don't know all the answers just yet but i will try to get one for you uh but anyways i'm gonna call the raffle tonight we have a lot of stuff to go over this week again. Um, for one, we have another top 10 list on the, on the worst Republican slash conservative cities out there. Uh, we also have a part seven from our Golden State issue. Of course, we have word on the street segments to talk about. Uh, we have a review on the way. It's going to be a surprise and it's going to be Halloween themed. That's all I'm going to tell you right now. It's a surprise and it's Halloween themed. We have a review on the way. And... Um, you know what? Why not? For the sake of it, I like history. I like facts. 
I might even before now on Halloween I'm actually gonna have the history of Halloween for you guys a, a, a brief history of Halloween for you guys this is my favorite time of the year believe it or not next to my birthday actually if I were to rank my favorite times of the year it would be my birthday well I'll see yeah, my birthday summer than Halloween this is my third favorite time of the year I definitely love Halloween um, always been my favorite holiday so I'm gonna break that down give you guys a little bit of a uh, little bit of a upon further review segment here kind of going back in time uh we're gonna get we're gonna get to the well not necessarily yeah we're gonna get to the nitty-gritty of where it all started i i think the history of this holiday or if you want to call it a holiday i think the history of this uh this occasion is very deep uh, it's very interesting so i figure i share it with you guys as well especially since it's my favorite time of the year so uh again that's what we got planned for my future projects again this week it'll be some word street segments we have we have to talk about trump that's not it's you know it's a ever it's an ever-changing situation so we have to talk about it when especially when the big changes happen of course tomorrow uh Directly for tomorrow, um, we're going to be doing a top 25 for college football. Uh, we also will be doing the rest of the college football conferences, conference standings. Uh, and again, we do have some baseball tomorrow as well. We have the NLCS, the National League Championship Series on tomorrow. So we're going to break that down as well. Um, and so we'll leave tomorrow. We'll, we'll leave tomorrow another sports day. Uh, like I said, to give you guys some uh, baseball playoff coverage, some college football. Um, again, we'll leave this reviews and, you know, the uh, World on the Street segments for later on this week. All right, y'all, if y'all looking to get in touch with me, uh, you can reach me on my email at ljbutler75 at gmail.com. That is eljbutler75 at gmail.com. Once again, that is ljbutler75 at gmail.com. eljbutler75 at gmail.com. You can also find me on Instagram and Facebook at ljamaljohnny. That is eljamaljohnny. M-A-H-A-D-J-A-N-I. Once again, that is E-L-J-A-M-A-H-A-D-J-A-N-I. L Jamal Johnny. I also have a Facebook page for the show as well at Never Out of Balance. Be feel free to look me up there as well. I also have links on there as uh, links to my Cash App and my PayPal. Uh, as well if you are looking to get into that also links for the show are there as well please share them please interact with me it's all good it's all gravy looking for your positive feedback looking for your positivity in general again this is this is going well i'm working to make this my career so anything you would like to help me out with is appreciated advice ends don't matter thank you and uh thank you for listening first and foremost and again this is your man l jamal signing out for tonight and this is never out of bounds. If anybody hasn't told you yet, I love you. Peace out. One love. And I'll holla at y'all later.